0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: Hello and welcome to Pitchside with Toby Reynolds, a Sports Gazette podcast, where each episode we take a deep dive into a new sporting topic with a new guest. I'm your host Toby and this week I'll be joined by Ricky Westerby and William Thurtle to discuss Louis Rees-Zamit's move away from rugby union to the NFL. Ricky is the co-American sports editor at the Sports Gazette, while William is the rugby editor and a passionate Welsh fan. Throughout this episode, we look at the challenges Louis ries will face moving to the NFL, the skills he has which might help him succeed, as well as some he might need to develop, and why it's so hard to make the change. I'm now joined by Ricky and William from the Sports Gazette. How are you guys? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you. I'm doing very well. Thank you, Toby. Good to have you guys on. Let's, uh, let's jump right in. Obviously, Louis Roussama has uh, the big news. He's left rugby to join the International Player Pathway. Now, Ricky, what is the International Player Pathway?
0: The International Player Pathway is where the NFL basically scouts talents from other sports that it thinks might actually be able to transition to the NFL. And then they obviously go through the international combine process, and then if you get picked, you go to an academy in Florida, and then from there it's do or die basically if you make it onto a squad or not.
1: And why would Lewis Sammet do it? What what does he gain from from joining the IPP?
0: I think well, he wants to follow his dreams. Obviously, like his dad used to play NFL or not NFL but American football back in the eighties for I think it was the Cardiff Tigers or something like that. And obviously he's just chasing the dreams that his father set.
1: Yeah, I mean it's a it's a big move for, for him and hopefully it goes well, I guess. But but Will, this obviously has a big statement about the health of, of rugby and in particular Welsh rugby. What, what what does it say about uh one of the sort of biggest players in Welsh rugby and in world rugby moving away from the sport?
2: Yeah, got it came as an absolute bombshell, to be honest. Um, uh, don't think anyone expected it just on the eve. Um, of the Six Nations squad getting announced, and um, I don't even think Warren Gatland was expecting it. Um, from what has been released into the media, so yeah, big, big shock. Um, but yeah, it seems as if that's been his dream now for a while. Um, he's talked about the possibility of him swapping codes, uh, quitting rugby union, and, and heading over to America for the NFL, but. I don't think anyone actually saw him doing it at this stage. Um, only 22 years old, let's remember. So he's not got too much rugby behind him. But yeah,
1: if if that's his dream and those are his aspirations, then I wish the best of luck to him. Do you think that this is the best time for him to move, being so young?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you look at Christian Wade, who's perhaps um, the best comparison um for players quitting rugby and heading over to the nfl he did that at 28 years old uh 27 years old sorry in 2018 so re he's five years younger than wade and of course we know wade actually came back to rugby um in 2022 so i think re certainly has the opportunity to come back to rugby um, if things don't work out for him in America. But yeah, um, it's it's a great, obviously it's a great opportunity for him now with the IPP to head out to America. Um, but yeah, it's at the expense of his rugby.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I think if it does go badly, at least he has an opportunity to come back and, and could arguably still be a, a Welsh legend in 10, 15 years time, I guess. So, he probably doesn't lose out too much in in that way, but Ricky, I mean Christian Wade was mentioned there, but but what would be, do you reckon, the biggest challenges for Reesamet moving over to a completely new sport?
0: Basically, it's just making it onto a team because, as you look, saw with uh, Christian Wade, he, I think, it was his first touch of the ball in a preseason game. He obviously made it onto the practice squad. He ran for a sixty-five yard touchdown. You know what they said after? They said he held the ball wrong. Literally, like what? what are you meant to do? It's so difficult just to even do the small things right.
1: Why, why was that Why was that an issue? Just more like to lose it or? Yeah, fumble, really. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's <laughs> a bit of a thing. Wouldn't think anything of that in, in rugby. I mean, everyone holds it in completely different ways. I mean, Sonny Bill always used to hold it out the back of his hand, it looked like, and no one ever seemed to really bat an eyelid. But um, what, what skills then do you think are, are, is he going to really need to, to make it? Is it going to be all mental or, or will he need to develop some physical ones as well?
0: definitely physical also depends where he plays like if you're going for a running back position um he needs to put on some pounds (laughs) he needs to break the line which is so much more difficult when you got the pads on if he's going for the uh, wide receiver position then he needs to be able to catch the ball in all different angles and directions so it's very different to rugby where it's like you know you're catching it like that as opposed to in the nfl you're catching it over your head almost behind you over the shoulder it's crazy
1: well, do you think he has has those skills or the ability to to develop the, these kind of skills?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not somebody who is too experienced um, in watching NFL and knowing the positions, but I do know that Reece Samit is a very special athlete. Um, we saw that. I mean, he made his debut at Gloucester at 18, his Welsh debut at 19, and you know he was the youngest British and Irish lion. Um, by the time that he was 20, uh, the youngest since 1959. So he's a very special athlete. Um, If he has the skills, uh, the the required skills then that the NFL requires, that's, I mean, it's such a difficult question um, without knowing, you know, has he played much um, American football before? Probably the answer to that is no, um, not in a competitive uh, way. But yeah, I mean, we know Rhys-Samit, his strongest attributes, uh, his running attributes, right? I mean, he's absolutely electric on the field. Uh, Those twinkle toes have made me jump out of my seat uh, a few times as a Welsh fan. Um, So yeah, perhaps that would be the key um, attribute that he'd be able to bring over. Uh, to American football. I'm not sure what you think about that Ricky.
0: Um I don't know. I just think it's so difficult like the transition because obviously Wade was one of the fastest players to ever play in rugby, wasn't he? And I mean Resham is pretty fast. He's very dynamic, but it's just a whole different ball game.
1: <laughs> my my one thought is as Will mentioned already that Amit is quite a bit younger than than Christian Wade was and he therefore probably has a, an ability to develop skills better because he is so much younger he'll pick up things a bit better and also if he does have any sort of nfl knowledge and background he's probably from starting from a better position than than christian wade was and and that many other players who have tried to make a move over have been ricky he's sort of he's probably either going to be playing as a running back or wide receiver that they've said and a lot of the the guys who have moved over from rugby often play in, in the offense. Is there any particular reason why they, they sort of play in in that side? Because, I mean, Reece-Samuel obviously not actually known for big hits and, and massive defensive plays in rugby, but he would probably be a very, very good sort of cornerback or or someone sort of having to track and try and defend as well, or, or is that a much harder skill to learn in itself?
0: No, the cornerback position is the hardest position in probably the whole of American football. It's all the rules are against you, like, defensive pass interference, holding, everything like that. It's so difficult to be a defender. Just keeping track with the uh, wide receiver or the tight end is just it's very, very difficult.
1: And then running back-wise, would that be the easiest, you reckon, would you say? Because you almost just get handed 100%. the ball and, and just told to run.
0: Yeah, and he's obviously got very good feet, so his ability to quickly shimmy in between the line, I reckon it would probably suit him the best.
1: Mm. And then also, I mean, special teams is, is quite a different one. A lot of the guys who have moved over this um, for this IPP are going to be kickers and punters. But also, Rhys do you think he has any chance of, of being a sort of kick receiver or punt receiver? And actually, that would almost be most similar to, to what his skill set from rugby had come, sort of taking a kick and trying to break through a, a defensive line.
0: Yeah, it's actually the first year ever in the IPP that um, you have specialist positions now. So the kick returner is something you can actually be designated as. And to be honest, I think he's gone very bold with being a running back or wide receiver. But he's obviously one of the best rugby players to go in the pathway as well. So I think he could make it as a kick returner, potentially, because that's obviously you're watching the ball in the air and then you just charge up the field. He's done that many a time in rugby, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, I mean, it would it would make a bit of sense. He might do it maybe as a as a secondary skill or or if he only... Would he, would he have the opportunity to, to change sort of positions and skills? Oh, absolutely, throughout yeah.
0: Time? But it's a 10-week training programme, so they'll test him in all areas of the game
1: Will would you take right now if i'm telling you that re Samet, after this 10-week program doesn't get picked up or or decides he's not going to make it and he comes back after the six nations effectively saying i've not i've not made it. i'm gonna start playing rugby again would you take him back as a, as a welsh fan in, into the team having sort of a few weeks ago he said he's never going to play rugby or probably won't play rugby again for the next few years
2: yeah, of course i mean you've, you've got to take him back he he's one of the most exciting prospects um in Welsh rugby at the moment and just at a click of a finger, um, all of a sudden he's no longer a rugby player. Um, But yeah, I mean, this opportunity has come at a a time where perhaps he hadn't planned um, to leave rugby at such short notice, but with the IPP programme, it's evidently a pathway which allows um, rugby players or players from different sports to um, attempt to uh, change codes um, into American football. But as we saw um, in the Fly in the Wall documentary, that's, I think it was on the BBC, um, all about Louis Ru We we saw that he's no alien um, to perhaps the American football um, style of play. And we saw that, in fact, he went out to America, um, I think it was to Atlanta, and spent the summer there with uh Spencer Chip Smith, um who was a very well renowned coach and he's coached thousands um of american football players and you know preparing them for the nfl draft and so forth so evidently it's something that he's had at the back of his mind um for a while so i think him quitting rugby is a real you know statement uh, that he's ready, you know, to make that change. Um, and he's not planning on coming back to rugby anytime soon either. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting situation as a Welsh fan, but, you know, I'd, I'd be more than happy um, if he'd stay out there for two or three years and come back at 25 years old, ready uh, for the next World Cup.
1: Ready for the World Cup and in his prime, I guess, as well. Probably having bulked up and, and learned a lot more different skills as well, he might be able to to bring across to rugby. How much do you think finance might have been a a draw as well? He's going to earn $50,000 just for joining the IPP. And it'll obviously skyrocket if he, if he gets onto an NFL practice squad and even close to a million, I think he'll earn a year if he gets named into any of the starting lineups or starting squads.
2: Yeah. I mean, the initial salary then, the 50,000 is in fact considerably lower um, than what he was earning at Gloucester. And, what he'd actually been offered as a contract extension. I think it was in the region of £300,000. Um, he also had offers on the table from Rassing, um 92 in the top 14, uh, as well as uh, several Japanese sides um, from a few media reports. Um, but of course, if he makes it into the NFL um, and into a, a squad the, the possibilities are just sky high, right? He could earn as much as he would in a, his lifetime on the rugby pitch, just in the space of what the season. So, yeah, the possibility is there um, to earn big. Of course, you've got um, the factor of sponsorships, endorsements, and so forth as well. You know, and I'm sure we'll get to this now. He's got the opportunity of becoming the face of the NFL um, in the UK and Europe. And I know uh, the NFL at the moment at a, a point where it's ready to expand the game um, into the global market. Um, so yeah, they, I'm sure they're, they're all rubbing their hands at the moment at the prospect of re um, yeah, changing codes to the uh, to American football.
1: Ricky, how much do you think the fact that that Reece Sammet is an, a British Irish line, probably one of the biggest names in, in European rugby, arguably, possibly world rugby, because he is so young. And the fact that the NFL does want to expand. Do you think they almost targeted him in that way to try and bring him across and try and help push this European-American football? Oh,
0: absolutely. He's literally going to be the poster boy if he makes it. The NFL wants to expand. It's already gone to Brazil this year it's in Germany, it's obviously in the UK with the Jaguars and everything like that. If he somehow makes it, they will keep posting it and posting it and posting it because it'll be such a great story. It's it's perfect global marketing, but obviously it's very, very difficult to make it.
1: Definitely, yeah. With with that, do you think, I mean, the Jaguars have, well, play always play a lot of games over in the UK. Would he be more likely to join, join them because, because of that factor, do you think? Or or when he if and when he gets through the ipp will it just be a drop go into the draft and whoever sort of picks him first picks him or do you think there'll be any sort of thought behind behind that process this is
0: one thing i was confused about is that i think the age to be drafted is under 22 i'm not entirely sure but obviously because you know jordan mylarta he entered the ipp program and then he realized halfway through he could be drafted as well if he could be drafted then it will be the best team that could wants him basically if he's going through the IPP all the way, he'll have to go on to a practice squad of a designated division. So he won't really get a choice in the matter.
1: What What do you mean by a designated division? Which teams are able to, to pick him? So
0: the NFL will pick a random division. Those four squads will get an extra practice squad um, slot, which that player from the IPP can then go on.
1: So does that mean that only four of the IPP players will actually make it through? Unless some of them make it into the draft, I guess.
0: And that's even if they get selected, they don't have to be selected.
1: Would it make sense for these teams to each pick an extra player, do you think? Or or would it they not really factor into the account that they just have an extra member there?
0: If it's re then yeah, I would take them on that squad. You don't have to sign them. Can, they can then go through waivers. And then if they clear waivers, then you can re-sign them onto the practice squad. But then they can't be elevated for that season, so it's a bit of a difficult one. But obviously, with your franchise, you want that name. It's great. It's just great marketing in general.
1: Yeah, Definitely. Let's talk about some of the well, the success story mainly of this, uh, Ricky Jordan Mailart. You mentioned there he's a left tackle at the Fidel- Philadelphia Eagles, who got all the way to the Super Bowl final last year. Was to the Super Bowl? Sorry. Um, like, how how is he so good? And and what's what skills might he have had that that helped him get all the way there to the top?
0: It was his dynamism in rugby league. I think it's a very athletic sport, and also he's just an absolute monster, like size wise. But they said he was too big to actually make it. Like, athlete. he wasn't athletic enough to be in rugby league at like the NRL level he was offered a contract but he declined it and then he was told to go find a sport that might be more suitable to him and then he found it he was he was in the IMG academy in Florida where the offensive line coach from Philly saw him and like immediately fell in love was like that's going to be our starting tackle one day and then they drafted him with the 236th pick I think but yeah it's a phenomenal story like very, very rare that you make it. There's only five players that have ever made it onto the onto the active roster since the IPP started in 2017.
1: Why? Why is it so hard for for players to to make it?
0: It's just it's a really cruel market. Really, you have I think at the start of a off season you have a hundred players. You need to cut it down to 53 by the time your season starts. That's 50 players. The well, 47. <laughs> There's a lot of people you have to give bad news to.
2: Yeah, just, just out of interest, really. so if Samet, uh so after completing the 10 weeks um, at the IPP camp, what are the next steps for him then um, following on from that?
0: It's, the as I said, the designated division, which the NFL will choose at random, I think. They say it's at random. It's probably not. It's an entertainment business. But um, from that point, then they can go on to the practice squad I'm not sure if he's eligible for the draft or not. If he is eligible for the draft, which would be probably more preferable and get more media around it and stuff like that. But if he goes to a random division, then it's just whether they want to take him or not, put him on the practice squad. On
1: on that practice squad side of things, is that so of the 100 players they have, the 47 who don't make it, that is effectively the practice squad then?
0: So there's 53 on the active and then there's, I think there's 16 on the practice squad. If you take an IPP player, it'll be 17.
1: And if the IPP player joins the active squads, that, that's not an extra spot or anything. They're just one of the, the 53.
0: Yeah, they're just one of the 53. There's no extras.
1: How how do you rate Lewis Free chances? I mean, obviously it's really early and, and hard to say now, but do you think that he has any, any chance of, of making either the practice squad or the active squad?
0: I think with his youth and his ability and yeah, just skill in general, I think he is the best chance of any player that has gone through this pathway to do it. And I really hope he does, because it would be such a great story. We change the whole narrative about rugby players coming over to the NFL. Like people, I don't know if they view Christian Wade and like Christian Scotland-Williamson and Alex Gray as a failure, per se, but they didn't make it. And that's always a mark on their career.
2: Yeah, I mean, just, just to add to that, um, Ricky, I, I can't really see um, there being a danger of a, sort of a talent drain opening up of rugby union players, players, um, sort of quitting the game and heading over to the NFL. I don't see it happening. And that's just because, as we've already mentioned, the skill set required to make that change is a very particular skill set. Um and ReSamit perhaps is just one of a handful of players that has the ability, uh the youth, the speed, you know, to make that change. Um And, you know, we've seen in the past, it's a very difficult transition to make. So, yeah, I mean, as far as the game of rugby is concerned, um, and it is important to think about, uh, especially with a generational uh, talent, such as Rhys Sammits quitting the game at such short notice, um, I don't think that um, we're going to see sort of an increase then in the number of players um, wanting to make the switch. Um, I think it's just a very particular case um, here with
0: with Resummit. Could you not argue the state of rugby at the moment is not very attractive, and that if he does make it, it's like a pathway that others might want to follow to make the big money?
2: Yeah, I mean we might we might see an increase in the you know amount of players um, trying to get into the IPP pathway. Um but I don't think that increase is gonna be like tenfold. Uh I think we might just see a few extra players perhaps um realizing their dream. Um but they, let's be honest, I mean most rugby players haven't even heard of the you know, the NFL. Um well, perhaps they've heard of it, of course, but when when they were growing up, it was never on their mind. Uh rugby union was always the number one choice. Um, so yeah, I mean, of, of course, the financial incentive is a very large one. Um, it's not like you, you don't earn much money in the you know in rugby union either. Uh, Reece Sami was on a pretty handy salary um, at Gloucester, but of course, the opportunity um, of earning more than a million a year in the NFL it it is going to be a very attractive option especially for youngsters such as re um who are just starting out in the game.
1: I do kind of agree with you there, Will, actually. I think it'll be I don't think that the Warriors, the the rugby union players will sort of be drained away from from the league. I, I actually think though what it could do is open up more of a of a of a gateway for younger players who maybe haven't made it in rugby union um maybe sort of 16 17 year olds who might get dropped by from from an academy say possibly even younger but because i mean i know of lots of people who, who get dropped because they're they're too big and therefore can't get around the park or they're maybe too small and therefore you know won't won't ever quite make it whereas i feel like in the nfl and and correct me if i'm wrong here ricky but i feel like if you you almost can't be too big in the nfl or you can't be sort of too small or too quick or whatever it might be because it's um, almost a more specialised sport and you have fifty-three players in the squad, so you kind of can c- carry just a few absolutely massive units, or, or someone who's very, very specialised in kick returns, or or on the specials team, or whatever it might be. So I wonder maybe if if this will almost advertise the NFL for for maybe sort of teenagers who aren't going to make it in rugby union and have an opportunity because they they have a very specialist skill set that, that is almost too narrow for for rugby. What do you think about that, Ricky?
0: Oh, yeah, you look at Harry Mallender, he was at uh, Northampton Saints and now he's gone over to be, I think it's a kick returner as well. Or maybe, maybe it's a kicker. I do agree that the young, it will be the younger generations that have seen Reece Summit and they think I'm not going to make it into rugby. But they do like the NFL. They see their skill sets and they think maybe this could be for me. It's quite difficult because the. They need that platform to be able to demonstrate their skills. So if they haven't quite made it, it'll be quite difficult.
1: I mean, I guess maybe that's the thing is, as as you mentioned, the NFL looking to expand and and trying to get more players, it looks like, from from Britain and and from Europe. So I guess there could be a good opportunity there for, for players to come through. Well, if you were a young rugby union player who who, who knew you weren't going to make it in uh, in England or or in Europe, would you look at maybe trying to move to the NFL and, and doing stuff? Because I know that NFL is definitely growing with this younger generation, and there's a lot more opportunities to maybe play it in England than there ever has been before.
2: Yeah, well, from what I've read, um, it is a near near on impossible task um, to make an NFL squad from barely having played the sport at all um, up until now the age of 22. So it's it's a difficult one. Um, although I think there's a fairly straightforward answer in that I don't see this sort of opening up the path for hundreds of youngsters heading over to America in search of that NFL dream. I just don't see it happening. Um, there's, there, there isn't an American football sort of infrastructure, we shall we say, um, in Europe at the moment, not on the level of rugby union anyhow. So I think there's always just going to be that attraction to compete and try and get back into a rugby union
1: squad, even if um, you've been dropped as a youngster. I guess, yeah, may, maybe a few might move over. But uh, yeah, as you mentioned, I think a lot of, Kids growing up, streams would be to play rugby union for the country, for for their local team, whatever it might be. Now, Ricky, but quickly before before we end, we've already talked about the Christian Wade, and you mentioned Christian Scotland Williamson as well, who who are two rugby players who went over there and never quite made out the practice squads. What what do you think was the sort of defining characteristics that meant that they never really made it? And do you think that Louis samet might might be able to to find a way through?
0: I think mental determination. I was reading a thing in the rugby paper. Christian Wade did an interview and he said, uh, talking about how he went to a very dark place. It was obviously making it onto the practice squad is one thing. Then you've got to go through preseason, and preseason is brutal in the NFL. And then it's obviously when you cut down to that 53 man roster, I think you need that mentality to think, I can make it through this period. And perhaps Christian didn't have that. I'm not sure, but he obviously didn't make it. And he stuck it out for two years, and then he came back. He's uh, pressing ninety two now, but it's very difficult. I do think Reece it does have that elite mentality.
2: I mean, look, becoming one of the youngest British and Irish Lions at the age of twenty it's it's unheard of. Um, let's let's not forget this this man is an absolute freak, really, on the pitch. I mean, those twinkle toes, um, and just literally just last week he scored an absolute wonder try. Um, in in the premiership, I mean this this man, he is a very very talented individual. Uh, let's not forget, and I think that mentality, um, to quit the sport at a point where he had the capability of becoming one of the world's best, um, shows that he is very serious about this move. And I honestly, I can see him succeeding. I I really can.
1: Ricky, a lot of. A lot of the the talk about Reese Sammet has been the fact that he's going to have to learn a playbook which will be completely different from anything in rugby. How how difficult will that be for him to learn?
0: Absolutely, insanely difficult. I, mean, I remember Jordan year was saying that the most difficult thing that he found was to step up and reading and learning the offensive line playbook. Because obviously there's so many different plays, there's so many little designations. The offensive line as well I think is probably one of the more difficult ones because you have to, obviously he's not going to be an offensive lineman but Offensive linemen have to drag it every which way, protect, run, run, protect, pass, protect. It's just crazy. For Reesamit, I think he just needs to know what the playbook is going to be, and then learn around it. But it's just, it's it's an absolutely insane step up for him.
1: How specific is the playbook? Is it literally within yard within a yard? He'll have to learn how to run routes, or
0: within every step. I imagine left step, right step. It's just insane. And you've got to trust that your entire offensive line, if you're a running back, you've got to trust that your entire offensive line is doing the same thing. Otherwise, you just get crushed in the back.
1: (laughs) Will, do you think that Reece samuel will be able to make the move from fullback to running back? Yeah, I mean,
2: you know, the sport of rugby itself, there are plenty of specific backs moves that I'm sure he'd have learned over the last um, few years in his development. But also, uh, you have to bear in mind that... Ree Samet is a bit of a, a maverick of a player. Um, he doesn't play by the rulebook always when it comes to rugby. Um, so, yeah, it will be interesting uh, hearing Ricky there talking about there needing to be such a precision um, in American football play. It will be interesting to see whether he can sort of slide in to that playbook and
1: uh, stick to the rules. Maybe he'll try and put in a little kick and chase
0: you also got to remember that this has been ingrained in like the players that have grown up through high school and middle school into college. This has been ingrained in them since they were very, very young. They've learned how to deal with playbooks and stuff like that, and they've slowly progressed. Whereas this is going to be Riz coming into a completely new sport and being shoved with a book in his face. And he's going, just learn it, please. <laughs> it's just a very, very difficult step up.
1: I think we'll have to wait and find out. It'll be really interesting to see over the next 10, 15 weeks how he progresses and, and if he does get an opportunity at any point to, to play on the NFL. Predictions now then, guys, just before before we finish. Ricky, I want you to to give me a prediction. Is he going to make it onto a practice squad and is he going to make it onto an active squad? And then the same from you, please, Will. I want to be positive and I want to say he's
0: going to make it. I think, as Will's just said, he has he's an incredibly talented player. It's not, it's not easy, but he's the best that the ipp has ever had and i think practice squad yes and if he can continue to improve because he's obviously going to be
1: learning every single day if he continues to improve then maybe he will make the active roster do you think he might almost make it in into sort of like two years time he might sort of almost say to him look you're so raw we're going to put you on the practice squad for the next year or two and see how fast you learn and then we'll give you an opportunity
0: 100% it's going to be a two year process because even if he makes it onto the practice squad this year, it will be an exemption that he won't be probably won't be able to play for an entire year. So it's a very it's, it's a very long mental process as well. And and do you think he'll ever come back to rugby? Then uh, I think he will. Not not saying his career is going to go horribly wrong in the NFL, but I do think that he's got so much more to give to Welsh rugby and to the British and Irish Lions, and I would love to see it. So I don't know. I'm quite conflicted.
1: <laughs> How about you? Then, well, what are your predictions? Is he going to make it on any of the squads, and and will he ever come back to rugby? Obviously, as a, as
2: a Welsh fan, I would love to see him back in a Welsh top uh, as soon as possible. But, you know, he's made the move. Um, I think he's going to give 100% of his time and energy and mental strength into getting into one of these um, practice squads and then into the roster itself. As Ricky just mentioned, it's, it's a long process. So we probably won't know whether he's sort of improved his American football skills to be able to make it into an active roster um, in two years time. But I mean, if all goes well, if he picks up um, the skills required of the specific positions in the NFL itself, then I don't see why not. I mean, he is, as I've already mentioned a few times, he's a very special talent, uh, a generational athlete. Um, so yeah, I don't see why he couldn't make it. Um, but yeah, it's it's, it's always going to be one of those for Welsh fans. We we would love to see him back in a, a Welsh top in no time. Um, but yeah, only time will tell. How, how about you,
1: Toby? I think I similar to Ricky. I think he'll make practice squads for for two years also similar to Christian Wade, and then it will be whether he thinks that that's going to be enough or whether he really wants to make it and gives it another, whether he really goes for it and then he might excel and continue in the NFL or he'll fall away, similar to Christian Wade. I I think he's going to make it. I think he will. I think he'll end up playing in the NFL at some point. And for a few years, I mean, who knows what will happen. But I, I do... I do think he will come back to rugby at some point, even if he's 30 or something. I think he'll almost have a good sort of few years in the NFL and then and then maybe fall away. But thank you guys so much for, for joining me. It's been great having you on and, and hearing all of your guys' thoughts on uh, Louis Sammet and, and the NFL.
0: Thanks for having us on, Toby. Appreciate it, mate.
1: Yeah, it's been a great discussion. Cheers. Thank you all so much for listening and make sure you head over and follow us on social media. It's at Pitchside on Instagram, Toby Reynolds 10 on TikTok and Toby underscore Reynolds 10 on Twitter. Head over to the Sports Gazette website to read articles from all of our pundits and writers here at the Sports Gazette. Make sure you like the podcast and give it a rating. It really helps and make sure to join us next time on Pitchside.